All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Coming in Hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Brent Wallace alongside Jason York, uh, who didn't get any of the free agent money handed out yesterday, Yorkie. $646 million in contracts uh, given out on day one. A crazy, crazy amount of money. And, uh, no, it was interesting day. It's, it sure has changed though. Hasn't it? Um, yeah, no, but no, it was good. I, I, uh, I was keeping an eye on it from, from New York city and, uh, it came out fast and furious too. Like as soon as the clock struck 12 there, well, the teams were just hammering it. Just, just like me in New York city, just getting hammered with (laughs) not hammered, but hammered with huge bills. My God, if you're going to New York City, take out a loan, for goodness sake. Uh, well, all of us can't travel on the weekend just to fly down to see the Rockets. So, um, <laughs> Ricky Gervais, not the Rockets. <laughs> As always, this show probably presented by Botano. Uh, Yorkie, we're going to get into all the stuff that's happened of late with the Ottawa Senators. Uh, a couple other signings outside of, obviously, the big one in Jonas Corposalo. Um, overall... How would you rate Ottawa's first day of free agency? I thought it was very good. I think, listen, we all knew that Ottawa needed to go out and get a goaltender. Did they maybe give a little more term than they wanted to? Absolutely. But, but, but here's the thing. When, if you want to entice somebody to come to Ottawa, you, you, have to give, you have to give something extra, whether it's going to be dollar amount, 
whether it's going to be term. And in this case, it was term. But the good thing about it, as many people have discussed online and, and, and uh, the media, is the contract de-escalates in the last couple of years. So the, the dollar amount comes down quite a bit lower. So I think, number one, the, the, that, was a, that was a good signing. It's a calculated signing. Is it going to work out? Who knows? That's the thing with goaltenders. You just never know. Like, who knows? But if you're going to take a shot, I think it's a good, educated move to go out and get Corpusalo. Number one, he's been one of the better goaltenders in the league the last little while. Not one of the best, but he's been good. He's been very good. And then you add in the fact that he's got some history with Forsberg. Uh, the two of them were running mates uh, back when they won a Calder Cup. Although this is interesting. As you saw this, right, Wally, a lot of people have talked about that. But Forsberg was the guy that carried the mail back in the day. He's the guy that was the better goaltender back when they were in the minors, when they went on that Calder Cup run. I think it was it was Erie, right? Columbus yes, is far. 2016, Col- I believe it is. Yep. 2016. So it just goes to show you, right, you just, you never know. Like, if, if, you, if you'd go back in time, people would say, well, Forsberg would be the one now making $5 million, <laughs> not Corpusalo if you went by what they did when they were younger because I believe Forsberg didn't he go nine and zero on route to that uh, Calder cup win they had like he had a great record back then uh, but hey things changed things happened throughout your career Corpusella went into LA did played very well and listen people can say well he didn't play very well against Edmonton well <laughs> he was getting slaughtered and peppered with shots uh, facing McDavid facing dry so so I like it is it going to work out who knows for sure, but I like the fact that it's a it's a good, educated, calculated risk. It is a gamble. Uh, there's no question. A five year, twenty million dollar deal. I listen. Everybody knows July one rolls around, you overpay. Does it? I, like yeah, rarely, I, you do you not overpay for July first. So you got to add some term to the deal. It's as you said, de-escalates at the end or comes down in cap space. Yeah. In, okay. Fine. Here's the thing, Yorkie, and I'm shocked you didn't bring this up because you, the ageist guy that you are, uh, there was no goalie. Now, Corpus is 29, so obviously he's turning 30 here in the next year. No goalie in the top 15, I think it is, uh, were in save percentage uh, last year in, for goaltenders. Not one of them was in the top 15. So, no goalie in the top 16 in save percentage was 30 or older last season. My point is, uh, does he get older? Do you have a concern with the age? And the other thing is, obviously, he's coming off the hip surgery. Listen, if you give me Jonas Corposalo in L.A. for those last 11 games when he was on fire, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. But it's yep. a gamble because I'm not sure which Corposalo you get. Well, I, I, it depends how you spin it. Right? I'll spin it this way and say, well... You've now signed him entering the prime of his career. So he's now, he's 29. And once he gets over 30, his save percentage is going to go up (laughs) because that's what happens. Guys in their 30s have high save percentages. Um, I'm a big fan of Finnish goaltenders. I just, I've played with a lot of Finns. I'll tell you one thing about Finns. These guys work. They work and they work and they work. When I was, this is a funny story. When I was over in Lugano, uh, number one, the only reason I got over there was because of my buddy Kimo Timonen. Kimo and I had played in uh, in Nashville together, and at, in Lugano, the Swiss League team I ended up playing for, they had three Finns on that team. It was Vili Peltinen, Yuka Hentinen, and Petteri Numelin. Uh, 
And these, these three guys basically ran the team. They were the three best players in Europe at the time. And the only reason I got on that team is because Tiemann vouched for me. And the first day I got there, the three Finns, they had a habit of going for a run before practice every day. And they said, hey, Yorkie, you want to come for a run with us? I'm like, how far are you guys going? Ah, three miles. Three miles before practice. Um, I think I'll have a coffee instead. <laughs> but this is my, 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 I'll take the option on this one. <laughs> but I've always loved Finnish players. Great guys. Work hard. Uh, love to go for a run before practice. But it's the same thing with Forsberg. Remember the story with Forsberg? DJ Smith pops into the dressing room on Christmas Day. There's Forsberg on the bike. Christmas Day, riding the bike because he had been out for a while and he was trying to get himself ready for when he came back. And you remember what happened when he came back? He played extremely well until he uh, did the double MCL. So I've never met a lazy Finn. I'm sure Corpusella is going to come in here and work his tail off. And the two will have some chemistry together because they played together before. But at the end of the day, like it still is, like I said earlier, yes, I really like the move, but it's nothing's guaranteed as far as goaltenders go. Mm. It's just, you, you never know. You try and make an educated decision. Um, and, and, and I like the fact that they're, they're, they're trying this. You had to do something. And if you looked at the market, I'll guarantee you that Ottawa was on John Gibson's list of teams you wouldn't go to and Hellebuck probably the same thing like Hellebuck's probably looking elsewhere no disrespect to Ottawa that's just that's just the way it is but you got a guy that's excited to come to Ottawa um he's a good goaltender he's six foot three and um yeah I like the move and then the other moves Ottawa made as well too smaller moves but all in all I thought a pretty good day for the Ottawa Senators okay we'll get to the Brandstrom stuff in a second yeah uh I will point out for those who don't know, uh, in 2020, game one of the uh, first round series, Corpusella set the modern NHL record for saves in a single game. You remember that? Uh, despite losing 3 2 to uh, Tampa. Um, it just eight short of the all time record of 92 <laughs> set by Normie <laughs> Smith in the 1936 playoffs. Normie! Yorkie, Yorkie, I think you had season tickets that year. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, but here's, so, the, here's the thing, though. One question I have. He's yeah. never played more than 39 games in the I season. I know. I know. And you've got him on hip surgery, Forsberg on knee surgery. Uh, that's a question mark to me, a huge question mark. I understand Mad Sogard isn't waiting and Levi Marilinen perhaps. But your tandem as of right now is a huge question mark. Well, injuries for sure are a concern, especially the stat you brought up there with, with the amount of games at Corpus Allo. But he's going to be in a situation, and I'll spin this again, where yep. he's not going to have to carry the bulk of the load. Like it, it appears from reports that I've read, people I've talked to, that Forsberg is, is on the mend. He's going to come back and be pretty well 100% by the time camp goes. So this, this is going to be more of a, a battery, a tandem where Corpus Allo is not going to be asked to play 50, 60 games. Um, it'll be more of a duel and uh, playing playing the guy that's, that's playing the best, which you look at the way the NHL is right now, you don't see a lot of guys really, really carrying the bulk. So, yeah, for sure. But what else do you really do? Like if you're Ottawa and, you're, and if you're Pierre Dorian, like you're under the gun to get a goaltender. You got to make a move. You look at the crop that was out there right now. And I mentioned the fact that Gibson probably had a clause he didn't want to come here, and Hellebuck 
I would probably bet was in the same boat. So if you look at the next tier of who was out there, I always wonder about Carter Hart, though, in Philadelphia. I still think there's a deal to be made with Philadelphia that perhaps that could happen. But, hey, Corpusella was available. He was sitting there. Didn't cost you any assets. Just cost you some money. You had the room. Um, you make the move. And then we'll see. Like, if it doesn't work out, it won't look good for management. And if it works out, they'll look like geniuses. So that's 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 the way it is. And uh, it's a risk as because of the injuries, like you said. But I think it's a good educated risk. Let's not forget Ottawa's track record of goaltenders in the last little bit as their number one oh. guy. Hey, it hasn't he... been good. It hasn't been good. <laughs> like when I hear Matt Murray and Cam Talbot, I, I, I just I have PTSD of some sort because those are huge misses. Yeah. Absolutely huge misses. And I, I, I don't know that this one is better. You mentioned Connor Hellebuck. Um, I'm guessing – Dollar amount is a huge mm-hmm. part of why Corpusello is here be- over Connor Hellebuck. Hellebuck has got to be a six million, seven million dollar goaltender. Any I wouldn't, week. I would, I wouldn't pay him that kind of money. Like, I, I understand, but I'm just saying there's no way that they're signing Connor Hellebuck for a five year, twenty million dollar contract. Would you sign? Would you give Connor Hellebuck eight million dollars based on what you saw the first round of the playoffs last year? I wouldn't. I, I didn't Eight, think he. I didn't think what? he played. I didn't think he played like a. If you're making that kind of money as a goaltender, yeah, you can't have the first round that Connor Hellebuck had last year. He was he wasn't very good. Like he wasn't. So you can only kind of go off what you've seen. I know he's won the Vezina. Okay. I know he's got a history of being a good goaltender. But I I, I wouldn't give him that kind of money based on what yeah. I saw in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, fair enough. But let's just. I don't want to delve into Winnipeg here too much, but. That's a team in complete disarray. And I don't think on the ice they played very well in front of them. I know. I know. I'm just... You look doll- at Corpusalo from Columbus. You take his numbers from Columbus and change them with uh, L.A. And I think he's like he was outstanding in L.A. Um, I know. He, well, he stole the job at the end of the year, right? They, they brought him yeah. in more as an insurance policy. He was brought in to say, okay, here's a guy that we can use if, if shit hits the fan. And we need him. And he went in and stole the job. So number one, if, if something like that happens to the goaltender, you know, number one, the guy's a competitive guy. The guy's motivated. The guy came in here. And, and, and you hope that's going to be the case here in Ottawa when he comes in. Him and Forsberg will have a healthy competition and battle it out for who gets the net. And, and that's to me, that's a, gr- a really good situation. And I understand the injury concerns. Well, yeah, 100%. Um, but he... It's just that's that's the thing on July one. You, you it, it's a risk, it's a gamble, um, but hey, it's 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 like you're playing blackjack and and you got <laughs> like uh, you got you got two tens or sorry you got a, you got a ten and your other face cards buried and you you you're probably liking your chances. I'm liking their chances right now. I'm liking the mood of the team. I'm liking the energy. They just got to get this. I know we'll get to this later. This this whole Debrinket shaboggle's got to get figured out though. Like, man, the longer this goes, the more power Debrinket has. Like, <laughs> okay, I guess it's okay. true. We'll get to that later. Well, I know we'll get to that later. If you look at the bottom of your screen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have added. Where did that sound bite come from? That's awesome. We have added a Debrinket counter for you. So whenever you say the word Debrinket, uh, the counter goes up and the meow <laughs> kicks in. Okay, just as a heads up. Okay, Uh, Debrinkin and his agent are just sitting there. Like, they don't have to do anything. 
even even if even if they take him to Arab and he gets whatever, let's say they knock it down to seven, seven and a half, that's fine. Okay, sure. I'll sign it. I'm happy. I'll, people are, people mis- people misunderstand this. I'm going to say to break it again because I want to hear the meow. Where is it? I didn't get a meow. Come on, Gavin. The people, the thing people understand, the people, the thing people need to understand is he's not disgruntled or unhappy. He's just going to wait because, hey, there's a lot worse things that can happen than you play in a city where you like the guys, you like the team, the team's pretty good, and you're going to make seven and a half million dollars. Like it's not the end of the world to go for him to to do this and just wait. All right, hang. Okay, hang on. I'm not done with Corpus Allo until. Okay, we'll go back. We'll go back to that. So I just want I want to I hear know. some more meows. I, I <laughs> it's coming. Don't worry. Um, I just want to point out last season just to give you numbers on Corpus Allo so that we. Uh, Fourteenth in save percentage at nine fourteen, shorthanded save percentage though eight seventy five. Yeah. That puts him forty eighth in the league for goalies that played minimum twenty games, uh, and tied for twenty second in goals against average at two eighty seven. So uh, since joining the league, he started two hundred and one games. That's thirty fifth most in the NHL. Thirty ninth in wins, thirty ninth in winning percentage, forty eighth in save percentage, and forty ninth in goals against average. Um, those are just the numbers. I'm not trying to sway it one way or another. Listen. It's an upgrade. Any way you look at it, it's an upgrade in goal, unless he's completely left exposed and this team doesn't play the defense it's supposed to play coming up. That's how I feel about this. Yeah. Do we have, do we have, hey, do we have any pictures of, did you see his interview the other day, Corpusalo, with that beautiful mustache and the look he had going on there? It was outstanding. Um, Yeah. Play a personality. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I played with. I said this earlier. I played with a lot of Finns. Love Finns. One of the best Finns I ever played with. Uh, old school nostalgia. Sens fans will remember Yanni Lokan and uh, before your time, Wally. Uh, no, I early, covered him. Did you? Yep. What an abs. What a what a beauty, Lokan. Uh, I loved, quite like one him, of, but all one of my Sammy Salo, right? Uh, even like. Yarko Rutu, I really liked Yarko Rutu. Well, I know he there, has a reputation on the ice, but off the ice, I thought he was a lot of fun. There's a saying in hockey that you've never met a bad Swede. Swedes are all great guys, good guys. Uh, same thing with the Finns. They're just outstanding teammates, uh, diligent workers, and uh, they just work. They work, and they're uh, especially with the goaltenders. So, Miku Koivu and Saku Koivu were fantastic yeah. people to me always. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we're going to move on to the uh, the rest of the signings. But first, let's just do a little business, shall we? Uh, this show proudly presented by Botano. Go to botano.ca or download the award-winning app. Uh, it is state-of-the-art, the most user-friendly, fastest, uh, and advanced betting app for your mobile or tablet. Have the amazing world of sports always with you at Botano. Would you have bet on Jonas, Jonas Corposalo being an Ottawa Senator goaltender yesterday? A lot of people would have. Hundreds mm-hmm. of betting options uh, for events and try same game parlays with BetBuilder. Also live in-game betting and the most competitive odds on the market. Botano, the game starts now. Also, um, interesting about whose odds may have changed based on yesterday's signings. Um, all right. Uh, as also, oh, Yorkie, I'm going to give you Renfrew Pro because you're yeah. very good at it. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, big thanks again to our sponsor, Renfrew Pro Hockey Tape, the original hockey tape. Uh, it is moisture resistance. I'm going to leave out that first part about it. It's easy to tear. I'll tell you that, Wally. Very easy to tear. Um, 
It's available at all major retailers. It's great for your puck control. Look them up on the web at renfrewpro.com. It is the one with the green core. Uh, if you're on Instagram, give them a follow at Renfrew Pro. Don't forget to tag your teammates for unlimited entries. Share your story for 10 bonus entries. Uh, and for 35 years, BEI has built a reputation on providing great service and unmatched quality of work. And now they're doing the same uh, with BEI Homes. Escape the city and the big city price tags. Relocate to the new Wren subdivision, a project by BEI Homes, just an hour west of Canada. Uh, the vibrant small town atmosphere with all the modern conveniences. Uh, detached homes on 70-foot frontage with water and sewer. They're also semi-detached homes with plenty of affordable options, many options and floor plans to choose from with prices starting as low as 500000 Yorkie will mow your lawn free for a year. Trust a quality builder, uh, seven-year Terry and home warranty for peace of mind living. Go to bonisherhomes.com. Uh, all right, so let's get to the D. Or do you want to do Debrink it first? Which one do you prefer? Ah, uh, whatever. Let's go to the D. We'll go to the. We'll save Debrink it. Okay. So no big surprise. Eric Brandstrom signed, being an RFA, uh, and Jacob. So he signed a one-year, two million dollar deal. Jacob Bernard Docker signed a two-year, uh, eight hundred and five thousand dollar per year deal. Um, by the way, Travis Hammock has not signed. He's UFA now, and Nick Holden we knew wouldn't be back. Uh, he's UFA as well. So. Eric Branstrom gets a one-year deal, Yorkie. Is that a, you got to prove this to me? Is that I'm going to bet on myself? Is that, yes, this might be tradable money here. I think it's good for all parties involved. I think for the Ottawa Senators, yeah, he's, he's getting $2 million, which is a nice little raise for him. Uh, it's short term, so the Senators aren't going to be locked in. Because I really believe this. I, I, you give Tyler Clevin... This is going to be a year where who knows who knows where he starts. Uh, if if he starts in the minors, maybe he works his way up and plays into the uh, into the Senators' uh, top six. But I, Clevin is eventually going to be here. He's eventually going to be here. When's that going to be? Who knows? Who knows how much time he's going to take to develop? Uh, you look at Jacob Bernard Docker. He's got a nice two year deal as well. So for for Brandstrom, yeah, it's it's show me. It's a one year deal. Uh, let's see what you can do with it. The thing with Branstrom, though, on, on betting with himself, betting on himself, usually if you're going to get a huge uptick in salary, yeah. you got to put some points up uh, or, or be like a big, mean defenseman. So I think for, if you're the Senators, yeah, you gave him $2 million, but how much more can he go up from that in dollar amount? Because unless there's an injury... He's probably not going to get a lot of power play time. And the only way you can put up points as a defenseman in the NHL consistently is if you get PP time. So I, I don't I don't see Chikrin coming off the power play. I don't see Shabbat coming off the power play. And uh, I don't Jake see Sanderson. I don't see Jake Sant. So there's three guys. And the Ottawa Senators run their power play units. Usually the first unit is a D back there. And the second unit second unit sometimes Right. There's 2D, and, and I think with the current makeup of the Senators' defense core, they'll go with 2D, depending, too, depending, too, on what they get in the Debrinka trade. If they get a power play guy back in return, and also, too, you have to take into account that Norris now slots back into the power play, Jerusa power play. So there's only so many guys that can play the power play. So the point is, do I like the signing? Sure. It's, 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 to me, it's not a lot of risk. It's one year. It's kind of a... 
it kind of gives time to the rest of the defensemen yes. to ma to mature into their roles. It gives Bernard Docker time. It gives Clevin time. And who knows what's going on with Lassie Thompson. It, it, it gives all the prospects time to get better. Because I'll tell you one thing. Uh, Branstrom's going to come back, and he's going to have a little more swagger to his game right now. Because now he's had, he's had a little bit of success, and with success breeds confidence. He's going to have another good summer, and he's going to come back and be very confident. And he's going he's gonna to take another step in his maturity. The only problem is it's just, I, and, and I stand by this with, with Branstrom, for the type of player he is, he needs to play a lot of minutes to be effective. It's really difficult to be a puck-moving defenseman, a body position guy, a stick-on-puck guy, and be in the bottom pairing. You, When you're that kind of player that Branstrom is, yeah. it's about getting reps, it's about getting rhythm, and, it, and it's about playing with a line that when you give them the puck, you can support the attack as the fourth man. You're involved in the offense. And I still believe the best fit for Branstrom is with somebody else playing in a top four role, probably yeah. as a number four, getting some second power play time. But who knows? It could be injuries. Something could happen uh, with Ottawa's blue liners. It's a good, it's a good signing because it gives you it gives you some insurance in case something happens. But if you're if people think he's going to be a good bottom pairing guy for the long term, they're sadly mistaken. This this is a move to buy time for the rest of the rest of the blue line core until they mature into their roles. Uh... Gavin, if you can put the board back up, I will point out though, Yorkie. So one, a couple things. One, he, as you say, it's time to develop the other guys. And if you sit a Brandstrom for a game or two while Clevin or whatever plays, sitting a two million dollar player, not that big a deal. Uh, they're not going to sit. They're not going to sit him, Wally. He's not sitting. No, no, no. I'd... For a game or two, right? So if all of a sudden Tyler Clevin is playing lights out, and so is JBD, well, having him as the seventh D, not that big a deal. Yeah, not that big a deal, but I like I I, I think he starts the season as their as so their do I no as their that's five. Not what I'm saying okay, I yeah, if, yeah. Okay, later gotcha. in the season when they start to develop and you think Tyler Clevin is pushing him, sitting him is not that big a deal. That's my point. The, the thing it's not with, like he's five million. The thing that Brandstrom does really well is he moves the puck. He moves the puck. His underlying numbers are very good. Uh, yep. He's a great passer. He sees the ice, and all those things that he does well. He's going to do even better this year because right. going through the process, I remember like the league now will kind of slow down for him because he's got a little bit of confidence. But here's the thing. When he was playing his best hockey, Shabbat was hurt. Chikrin was hurt. And the reason he was playing like that was because of opportunity. And that's the thing you need to understand with defensemen like a Brandstrom. You have to play in order for you to play that way. <laughs> it's just, I remember my my last year in Boston, I went into a position and I was a puck moving guy, albeit I was an older guy. I started playing 12 minutes. It is so difficult to play between 10 to 12 minutes as a defenseman to be a guy that moves the puck, crisp passes, right. skates, and gets into the play because all of a sudden your team gets a penalty. There's two minutes you're not going on the ice. You go to the bench, you're sitting there. That two minutes could sometimes turn into five minutes. The heart rate goes up, it goes down. It's a lot more difficult than people think. And when you play the position of defense and you go out there for your next shift, that's when mistakes happen because you're not mentally, physically, and two, like your body just, you just, it's, it's very difficult. The point is I'm trying to make. So that's why there's certain guys 
that know how to play in that third defense pairing because their guys, when they get the puck, they're not really, it's usually like you watch a Radko Gudis. It's up the boards. It's a long pass. It's cross checks some guys. It's hits some guys. Those are generally the guys that play in your, in your bottom pairing. Except, except if you look at Vegas, they got a little bit different makeup. Uh, all, so anyway, my point was all 7D right now, if you include Tyler Clevin, all under the age of 27 with Artem Zoo being the oldest at 27. So yeah, uh, just a young uh, up and coming blue line. And just, I still think needs help, but I do too. I, 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 I do. It's a good start. And there's going to be injuries. You, there's always injuries yep. with your, so it's a nice little insurance policy. You know what you have. Um, but for the future, um, I, I still, I'm with you. I, I still think they need to, they need an upgrade and that might come from within depending with, uh, how Bernard Dock or Clevin and who knows, maybe with the Debrinket move, who knows what, who knows what's going to come back for return in that deal. Uh, Gavin way behind on the Debrinket counter. We have, uh, added two more to the counter just, so you know, um, also, so let's there. Here's the thing. Uh, and I want to point this out as we get to the Debrinket chat. Um, there was only, I think, four or five signings yesterday of players over uh, five years, I think it is. Um, and so if you're thinking Alex Debrinket is going to get uh, 11 players signed for four or more seasons uh, yesterday, do we really think that as Alex Debrinket overplayed his hand? And that's my point of do we think he's going to get that seven and a half million dollars for a seven year contract? I I'm starting to wonder now where you see three years as the common factor or theme. Well, teams usually don't let players with this kind of skill that have scored 40 a couple times get to this point. If we look at the players that get to right. free agent, if, if people like guys like this never get to free agency and that's, what's so enticing to Debrinket's agent and Debrinket's whole camp is because you can see the finish line. You're almost there. You're going to be a free agent at such a young age. You're going to get to pick your destination. You go from the team controlling your destiny, destiny, destination to you now control. So I, I still think there's a massive deal out there for him to get. Even if he does come back here and play on that one-year deal, he's still going to get his still going to get his goals on the power play. He's still going to he's still going to like if Ottawa brings him if he comes back, he's going to have a good year. And he's not coming back, Yorkie. I'm saying if he did, if he did, hey, hold but on. That's, you, but that's you're that's a the, player. But that's you're the game. But that's the game of chicken they're playing right now. No, no, no. Hang on. You are a player, and it's well known that you. Uh, want a change of scenery, for lack of a better term, or that you're not signing long-term. You don't want a player in your room that doesn't want to be there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. See, with the prank it, it's not that he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> it's not that he, it's, it's the fact that he, he, Ottawa's, Ottawa's stuck in a corner here because they gave the seventh overall pick, they gave a bunch of picks for him. And now other teams are waiting because they know Ottawa has to move him. And, and Ottawa's not in a position of power right now because teams are like, well, we can just wait a year. <laughs> So, and then everybody thinks that the price is going to go up at the deadline. I disagree. I, I disagree. I, I don't see, I think it's going to be tougher if you try and trade a guy like this at a deadline because you're going to have the, the, the envelope of teams is just going to be that much smaller that are going to be able to, number one, fit a guy like this into their salary cap at the trade deadline. And number two, there's only going to be so many teams that think they're in the mix. So you got to get this deal. You got to get this deal done this summer. It, that's the, yes. the time. The time is this summer. It has to get done. Otherwise, you're going to be in a pickle. And trade deadline day is going to be so tough to move Alex to it. You can still do it during well, once the season goes, but it'll be a distraction. It'll be something that uh, that needs to get done this summer. And that's the thing, right? With uh, we've seen it with Eric Carlson and with Danny Heatley being traded on uh, the first day of training camp. And the distraction, A, on the first day of training camp was out of control on top of yeah. you don't get a lot in return. I think this is going to end up being a started training camp type of deal, and they're not going to get what they think they're going to get. I, I, don't, think he's, I don't think he plays another game here based on him wanting to be relocated somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think he does either. Um so the, the thing is now, can you can you find a dance partner? Are are the rumors out of Philadelphia legit? Is is Travis Konechny on the table? Man, I keep looking. If that is something you could possibly work out with the Philadelphia Flyers, that, that makes a ton of sense as far as I'm concerned. You bring in a player that's not that old, could come in and be a, a, a legitimate top six. He plays he plays with uh, plays with some grit, plays hard. He'd be a great fit on Auto, wouldn't he? So. Philadelphia is reshaping their team right now, um, so maybe that's that's a, there's a pressure point there with Danny Briere that that he wants to get something done because same thing, he's not going to want the distraction there and and with the rumors going on and he's going to want to start. Everybody wants to start fresh from training camp with their group, especially with your important players, and then 
build your culture, build your base, get everything going. So we'll see. There's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I just, I just think to, to bring its camp, they hold all the cards because he can just, he can just say, well, I'm not going to sign an extension with that team. And the team will say, well, we're not going to trade for him if we know he's not going to sign an extension. So, um, we'll, it's, it's, it's a difficult situation because everybody knows Ottawa's kind of painted into a corner here. I just don't, it's not going to work out, I think, the way maybe. I, st- I still I still think you can get a lot for him because Ottawa is not the only team that wants to make moves, that wants to get better, that that, that wants to qualify for the sure. playoffs or, or, or rebuild. Dabrinkit's still, he's a young guy, and everybody knows that goal scoring is, is the hardest thing to do in the league. So you've got that. You've got that. You've got that ace in your pocket right now, and it's... Um, it's just uh, like I said. It's going to be. It's I, I, this is very interesting because it's all everybody's talking about right now, and it's going to linger. And hopefully, it gets done before training camp. Okay, we will wait to see. Now, there was an interesting name pop up yesterday, and I apologize. Oh. I'm not sure if I'm going to give credit. To, I, I know Elliot Freeman. I think had a tweet about it, but I'm not sure that he was the guy to say it. Vladimir Tarasenko and the Ottawa I saw that. Yeah, may have had uh, discussions, or they've looked into it. Um, is that an answer for you? When I first look at it, I I don't love the fit. I don't love the fit. Like when I look at the Ottawa Senators and their identity, it you it comes from your 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 leader, your captain, Brady Kachuk, and and then everybody kind of falls into place. So Tarasenko's a power play guy. He's a shoot first type of guy. He doesn't seem to me a guy that is relentless on the four check, relentless on the back check. Like those are the types of guys I want to come in. That's why I like a guy like Konechny. When I think of Travis Konechny, younger offense plays a much more relentless game yeah. than Tarasenko comes. Like I, I don't want, I call, I call these types of players fat cats. <laughs> they love their cookies, love their points. It's all about stats. It's all about, well, this guy scored this many goals this year. And to me, that's not what an Ottawa Senator player needs to be. Like, you've got guys that can score goals. And that's the thing with Dabrinkit. You've already got Kachuk's a 30-plus goal scorer. Stutz is a 30-plus goal scorer. Norris is a 30-plus goal scorer. Uh, is a 30-plus goal scorer. Like, how many goal scorers do you need? <laughs> like, if you, I, I think if we've learned anything from watching how you win in this league is you got to play. And I love this word. I use it all the time. I'll say it again. You need relentless players, players that play like a dog on a bone. There's no quit. There's no give up and they'll do anything to win. And I just, Tarasenko's a great player, but that's not when I think of Tarasenko, that's not the type of player I think of. Relentless isn't the first word that comes up in, to my mind. So, And I, I don't think he'd be a guy that necessarily would be, depending on what other teams, he's probably a guy that wants to stay in the U.S. as well. So I don't I, – I wouldn't do it. I would, I, I would, I would look for a younger, uh, more relentless player. I'll use that word again for the fourth time. Because that's uh, how you win. Yeah. That's, that's how you win. I, I don't disagree. I, Vladimir Tarasenko is not the answer to me in – I, to me, he's like, the same as Alex Dabrinkit at the moment. Like, everybody laughs when you say guys like, I'll throw Andrew Kopp out there, for example. I threw his name out there when we were talking about Detroit mm-hmm. five months ago. Guys like that, 
will do anything to win. And that's why coaches love guys like this. They, because yep. those are guys you win with Connor Brown guy just took seven fifty to play in Edmonton. <laughs> you think that guy wants to win? Obviously he wants to play with his buddy, his former linemate. But yeah, for sure. That and he's got he's got huge bonuses. Like if he gets his games played bonuses, he can I think he's gonna make upwards of three plus million. Uh, smart smart little uh uh business done by Kenny Holland there too, Wally. All that bonus money doesn't go on the books until next year, so it doesn't count towards the cap. But man, like how would you how how great would it be able to be to get Connor Brown to come play for your team for seven fifty? I know he's coming off the knee, but these are the guys, players of that ilk, that I would be targeting if I if if I were uh, calling the shots for the Ottawa Senators. Those are the guys you win with. And okay, it, it, it's just they're hard to find because teams don't give them up, and those guys those guys want to go to teams that they think have a really really close chance of winning now. So uh, another name that surfaced was the Islanders were searching perhaps around the uh, Dubrinket deal and Jean-Gabriel Pajot's name emerged. Oh, the honey badger. No, that's Corey Conacher, no? No, Pajot's the honey badger. Okay, so uh, would you do Jean-Gabriel Pajot back to the Sens, I guess, as your third, fourth line center? You're pulling at my heartstrings. the wing. You're pulling at my heartstrings right now. I, I am a huge JG Pajot guy. Never should have left the Sens. Um, if you want to win in the playoffs, you win with your third line. Your, th- your third line is so important. He's my third line center. That's the guy you plug in right there. I know you have Pinto. Um, so what do you do how, with Shane Pinto? How old is Pajot right now? I should know this. Uh, I feel like he's 32, but I. Might be this, he's not that old. What? Not that. Okay, well then you, you know what? Maybe you should prep for the show someday. Well, you threw that. You threw a curveball at me. He's thirty. Yeah, um, he's 30. over the hill, according to you. He's not over the hill. He's in great shape. <laughs> um, hey, works, I, he works out with Schwartzy. <laughs> yeah, there's rumors that there's some interest with Lamorello and Debrinket in Long Island. I, like you don't do that deal one for one. You look at the age of the player to break it, a lot more racetrack left on his contract. But man, if you could get Pajo as part of a deal coming back to Ottawa, ooh, yeah, I'd, I'd love. I, I I love I, those are the types of players you love, you win with. They're great in the room, great in the community, um, for sure. I, I'd love to get him back in Ottawa. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't well, you? Well, because his cap hit is five million dollars. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that's 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 the tough thing, but. Who knows? Maybe you get maybe you get New York to take some money back. Um, there's ways around that, um, but you want you want you, you want to win in the NHL. You you your team is insulated with players like that. And the thing is, is Ottawa at that point yet where you you need to pay that kind of money? You got to upgrade your third and fourth line right now for sure. If you're Ottawa, I just don't know if they're ready just yet for that type of move. I I could see I could see something like that next summer. Because I, I truly believe this. I'll say this again. This is the year Ottawa makes the playoffs. They take a big step. They make the playoffs. And then next summer, I think you make a move like that, where, where you bring in somebody that's, that's, that's making a lot of money on your third and fourth line. Uh, in, okay. So with that being said, then, since you brought up they're making the playoffs, let's look at some of the other teams like 
Ryan O'Reilly, Luke Shen, uh, Michael But Like Edmonton had a, a Nola Chari, or sorry, Edmonton. Toronto had a, an exodus yesterday. Uh, didn't really plug and play all those pieces. Yeah. I think they took it clearly a step back yesterday. Um, but they did add Ryan Reeves. And then it got me thinking, Milan Lucic goes to Boston. Uh, you've got Pat Maroon and, and Tanner Janot in Tampa. Uh, Costin, Clem Costin went to Detroit. There's an arms race suddenly uh, <laughs> in the division. And now I'm wondering, like, does Ottawa know Austin Watson? And I know people are going to get wound up saying, well, he, he wasn't that good anyway in his role. He played his role fine. Um, is there a concern that Ottawa needs to find someone on that fourth line that's going to come with some size here? And um, well, don't, guess, forget, don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget, you have Kastelik. I think more is going to be expected from Kastelik physically. Like yeah. six foot four, fourth line center. He'll be, he's not going to be asked because you're smart enough as a pro to realize that look around the team. Do you really want Brady Kachuk fighting and being in the penalty no. box? And it's not, listen, fighting's going down. It's, it's not a huge part of the game. Does it happen? For sure. But nobody in the NHL is intimidated anymore. Like it's not a league where I'll go back to when I played and, you have monsters like Tony Twist, Bob Probert, uh, Todd. Like just, just guys, oh, God, guys, yeah. guys cruising around on the ice. Where, like, like if you took, like if you took Ryan Reeves and you put him back in that era, he wouldn't be as scary as he is right now. Nobody's gonna be afraid of him because he'd know he'd have to fight those guys every single night, and it's different. So now Reeves is. Probably the heavyweight of the league, but nobody's afraid. Nobody's scared. Like there's no, there's no intimidation in the league right now. It's nobody's gonna. You don't need to fight him. Like Brady Kachuk should never, ever, ever fight Ryan Reeves. Not that he's afraid of losing, but it's just that it's a horrible trade-off. And no disrespect to Ryan Reeves, he had a great career. He's uh, he's an he's NHL not a first line player. That's no, a, so I, you I, just but this fighting. Is there is there is is fighting still part of the game for sure? But fighting now happens more sporadically. Mm. You see it more now with with two skilled guys, where all of a sudden they'll start fighting, or there's still the fight after the clean hit. I know it's that whole hit. debate. It's 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 that. But is is a guy like that still? I think the way Ottawa plays and their culture, they're a type of team that just hits, hits, hits. And they're not really afraid anyhow. Like, they're not going to be intimidated by anybody. So does that move really affect Ottawa? Not really. Um, But there is still, Yorkie, you played the game. There is still an intimidation factor. I know it may not be like throwing two guys over the boards. Yes? Not anymore. There isn't. There isn't. Nobody's scared out there anymore. Tell me. Are you kidding me? me? The Toronto Maple Leafs were scared to play in the playoffs. (laughs) <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs didn't lose because they were scared. They did nothing to compete. They, what do you mean? Their guys did not fight for pucks. They did nothing. They were scared to get in the corner. <laughs> that has nothing to do with being scared of being beat up. That has to do with how you're... It's nothing to do t- with being beat up. It's with being intimidated to go in and have your face schmucked against the glass because you're trying to battle for a puck. Do you want to know what's... I'll tell you what's wrong with... It's how your team is built. And that's why I truly believe this about Ottawa. When they do become a playoff team, it comes down. You hear this term all the time. Your best players drag the rest of the team into the battle with you. So Matthew Kachuk, Brady Kachuk, Mark Stone, guys like that, 
um, they drag the rest of the teammates into the fight. That's how you win in the playoffs. Austin Matthews, is he going to be a guy that drags your team into the fight? To this point, no. Mitch Marner, is he dragging your team? Well, that's why Ryan O'Reilly was so effective, even though he's not that quick anymore. And But he's a guy that just... He does all the little things right. He 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 goes to the front and he plays in traffic. So that's why Toronto hasn't had success until this point. Is their leadership group doesn't isn't really made up that way. And that's right now in the playoffs. That's how you win. So they're not scared. It's just Austin Matthews has never had to to play physical hockey in his life. He doesn't probably. I'll give credit to Nick Kiprios. Nick said this about three months ago. He doesn't believe that Austin Matthews knows how to body check. And I truly believe that because he's never had to, because he's always had the puck and he's always been the best player. So if you watch him go on the forecheck, he really doesn't know how to hit. You compare him to Brady Kachuk, he knows how to hit. So that's the Your thing. Your best with players in the playoffs need to find a way to grind. They, they got to they gotta play physical. Why do you think... Why do you think Chicago won all those years? Because Taves, he, he drags the rest of the team into the battle. Crosby, one of the most skilled guys in the league, especially when he was winning those cups, plays a physical game. Yes. Um, you look when St. Louis won. You look at when Colorado won. Nathan McKinnon was running guys over. You look at Miko Rantanen. He, he's physical. Yes. Uh, Boston Bruins, yes. Boston Bruins, the rat Marchand, like he's out there. He's in your face. Bergeron is a 200 foot player. Like, yeah, like Toronto, they need to change how they go about their business until they start calling the playoffs and it's a no contact league. You still got to be physical because right now it's a contact league. And, and that's why I like Ottawa because they're a team that can play that way. All right. Um, we but hey, but to go back on my point, nobody's afraid. Nobody in the league is afraid. Disagree with you. I, I don't. I know you played 13 years and 900 games. I'm just telling you. <laughs> if that's the case, then why do you have them on your roster? Great question. Because it gets the fans fired up. No, fans, fan, fans still, fans I'm still, relic. fans still love to see fights. They still love. Nobody. Listen, Yorkie, stop. if, if somebody if, doesn't care about the fans getting excited, he wants to win a game, which is why they're in the lineup. How does, how does, how does, how does a fight, how does a fight help you win a game? Are you, are you serious? Have you no, not ever heard of Chris Neal saying how the momentum changed when a fight did you not watch the New York Rangers series and Chris Neal controlled that one game in game five? I agree. I so agree. What do you, what do you mean? A hockey's, di hockey's, hockey's different now. I said, yes, it used to be that way, but hockey's different now. Hockey is totally different. Guys were legitimately afraid of Chris Neal. Guys didn't want to fight Chris Neal. And not that guys are, don't are, want to fight Ryan Reeves, but they don't have to anymore. You don't have to take that fight because you see more and more guys go into scrums and not fight. More and more guys are there and they just won't fight. Like you don't have to fight in the league anymore. Sure. Can a fight change momentum? Absolutely. But I, I just think the intimidation in the game, it's more with 
The way to intimidate a guy is early in a game, keep hitting the D, keep running the D over, keep yes. So that's that's how you Milan win. Lucic is running into Jacob Bernard Docker. Is he not going to force the puck? Yeah, but you still got to get there. You still got to be able to get there and do that. Can can Milan Lucic still do that at this point in his career? Well, the Calgary Flames didn't think so. If Ryan Reeves was this important, important, why didn't his previous team keep him? It's and it's. I'm not trying to disrespect these guys because they've all had great careers. They're all NHL players, but I'm just telling you that the level of intimidation in the league is not even close to what it used to be. Not even close. Well, I don't think they have. I listen. I'm just a local podcaster, but I don't think they have them <laughs> on their roster because they just they're there for fans. That's. That's not, they're not there to sell tickets. GMs have to do things too to appease fan bases and to make themselves look good. You gotta, we're not tough enough. We're gonna do this. We're gonna bring these guys in. So it's, we'll see. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you when I watch games now versus games of, of the past, like for sure, Chris Deal absolutely changed momentum of those games, changed that one series. I've seen it in games I've played in. Um, but But nowadays, like it's just nobody's scared out there. I'm telling you guys are more scared if the puck's dumped in and Tom Wilson's coming at you and he's going to run you through the boards. That's that that's, to me is a much, that's, that's a much more scarier proposition than fighting Tom Wilson. Cause you don't have to get me Tom Wilson any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> you love him. Don't so, you? Absolutely. So, all right. Uh, with our time remaining, then I want to point out or ask you, uh, and I know you don't know every move that was made um, yesterday, but if we look at the teams in the division, mm-hmm. Boston, I don't think they got any better. Like, we don't know if Bergeron's coming back yeah. or uh, is it David Krejci? Um, they signed yesterday Kevin Shattenkirk. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Brown and Milan Lucic, obviously, as we've said. Um, yeah. James Van Riemsdyk. I don't think Boston's a better team than they were. No, neither um, do I. Now, that being said, they were the best. The best team in the league last season, but (laughs) like I I think they may have stepped back. They've got obviously a a strong goaltending group. I I think that goes without saying. But of the teams in the in the division, where do you see Ottawa on paper now slotting in? If you were to pick the way the standings work, yeah, great point on Boston. And go back to last off season. Everybody thought they were too old, too slow, and they weren't going to do it. And they went and. Had a franchise or NHL records. I'm never going to count the Boston Bruins out. I think Toronto for sure took a step backwards. Um, they took a step backwards. Will a lot of pressure on them right now. Uh, I think Ottawa, where do they slot in? They probably slot in as a, a seven eight wild card team. I, I think if they're going to make a playoffs, they they, they kind of come in there because Florida still a good team. Uh, you keep wondering, is Tampa going to take a step backwards? They're so well coached. They still have a great decor. Uh, so I'll never count them out. Um, I think the Rangers took a step backwards. They, You look at that forward group, Wally. They are so old. And they bring in Blake Wheeler, who's 38 years old. He's like 36. A, 36? Uh, yeah, plus they signed Nick Benito, who's 35. Um, yeah. They also... So they signed Jonathan Quick, thirty-seven. Connor Mackey, Blake Wheeler. Yeah. Nick, these now, by the way, some of these are two-way deals. Uh, Nick Bonino, Eric Gustafson, Tyler Pitlick, uh, and Alex Bezit- Belzeal, yeah. uh, and Riley Nash yesterday. Riley Nash, thirty-four. 
I don't see the Rangers as a playoff team. The season's just too long. It's too grinding. Uh, they seem like had some head scratching moves in New York. So I don't see them. Um, I like, I think Carolina had a really good day. Yeah. I, I think, Car- I think Carolina had a very good day getting Orloff in like of all the teams you thought, man, Orloff wouldn't end up. You probably would have thought Carolina because they already have a very good decor, yeah. but then they go and, and I think they got him on a two year deal and able to squeeze him in. And then I'm hearing rumors that they're going to bring Eric Carlson. And I'm like, what? Like, how good yeah. do you need you? How good do you need your defense to be? So I think Carolina had a very good day. Um, I like, like I said, I like, I like the fact Ottawa went out and got a goaltender. Like that was the number one need. And on the board, they went out and got the best available they could do uh, based on what I'm hearing with uh, with the other goaltenders and no trades and all that all that stuff. So I, I like what Ottawa did. Um, but yeah, Carolina to me, I thought really uh, they, they they did they did probably the best little bit of business. There's I don't like I don't think Montreal. No, they, Montreal's in they a massive. They're they're in a massive rebuild, and and they're it's it's going to be, they're they're going to be baby steps and 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 try and rebuild through the draft yep. and and so uh, same with Philly. Like I don't think Philly yeah. like they're again, in a rebuild too. Rebuild yeah. team. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. they had a great draft yesterday. They didn't do a whole lot. Well, Ryan Detroit, Kaling. Detroit, why? Detroit went and traded for Yamamoto. Then I believe they bought him out, right? Yeah, uh, but they card? got Clem Cost. Yes, they did. And then they got Clem Coston in that deal. Yeah, yeah. The big yeah. hey, the enforcer. They they went and added some. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, it's to protect the young guys, right? Is what they say. <laughs> Ottawa did that. No, no, no. But remember when Ottawa was going through this rebuild and they kept bringing guys in that yeah. you're like, what are they doing? But uh, they were there to protect the Timmy Stutzlas and Brady's as they got. Like away. I like. I, here's a, I have a trivia well, question for you. Sorry, just before you tell me that, just to go back on the point we were talking about earlier. Okay, I'll say this about having a tough guy. When you have smaller forwards that are skilled guys, or let's say you have Timmy Stutz as a rookie, yeah, would it be nice to have a guy on your team that is a tough guy that fights? But when you have one of your skilled guys that's one of the tougher guys in the league and Brady Kachuk, it's not as necessary. So just to, to go back on our point you made earlier, but when, when you need somebody like that to come in because... Yep. You know, Kachuk doesn't really need that. <laughs> he did, but in his first year, they were trying to make sure that guys weren't getting pushed around as they had yeah. younger guys in the lineup. That's all. The inti- the intimidation factor, but I know, Yorkie, no one's scared in the NHL. Is, um, <laughs> Nobody is. In the last eight years, uh, A, how many players do you think have had 200-plus penalty minutes in a season? Last eight years? Yeah. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to say. Now, I will uh, give you the hint. Like, in the last couple of years, COVID kind of restricted that based on fewer games. But in the last eight years, how many players have had 200-plus penalty minutes? Wow. I don't know. I'll say three. One. That one player, by the way, I don't know if you can get this or not, played for the Rangers and for the Sens uh, as part of his NHL career. Oh, yeah. I know who that is. Um, the Rangers and the Sens. Glass never played for the uh, for the nope. Sens. No, no, no. I don't know who is it. Michael Haley. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Hey, there's a guy. There's a guy that was legit tough. Like <laughs> he, he's a guy, guys. He's a guy. Anything? He's a guy that nobody wanted to fight because when he was fighting, somebody was getting hurt. Yeah, I remember Haley. He was legit, legit tough. But he he couldn't play. And he got here, and he just like there was no point. And that's the thing. If you can't get, <laughs> so that's what made Chris Neal so good. For sure. Play. Oh yeah, he Neil was on a third line. He wasn't just a, a an added piece to the roster. Do you, rem- do you remember the line Neeler was on? It was Mike Fisher, Chris Neal, and Schaefer. Peter yep. Schaefer. That was a tremendous line. Schaefer would just go in the puck and probably one of the best guys at protecting the puck in his skates. And then I remember playing, I was in Boston the year they were together. That line was hell to play against. I'd be on the bench and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Oh, Neil's lines on the ice. Uh, I get better get better when I go back for the puck. I gotta slow up so Neiler and I arrive at the puck at the same time. Otherwise, if you get it first, you're just getting crushed every time. And Mike Fisher, man, like everybody thinks Fish is this nice guy, Christian guy, religious. He was a mean son of a bitch on the ice. Another guy that like he hit to hurt too. Like yes, tough, tough guy to play. Fish and Fish was a. People in Ottawa know it wasn't a secret. He was a really good fighter too. Like you I get never him, saw him lose a fight. Oh, you, know, you get him mad. Oh, he, he he's uh, yeah, he's uh, he'll beat the devil right out of you. He's one of the per per pound. I think one of the toughest yeah. players I've seen well, play. Tremend tremendous shape. You've seen him off the ice. Yeah. Like fish is shredded, like yeah. shredded. Um, we, but we uh, use the yeah. same program. Are you guys on the same? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just when the, uh, when the shirts come off, it looks a little different though. Yeah. I, it's, you know what? He's airbrushed. Cause he's all, he's all that Hollywood. <laughs> type guy now. Um, so question, cause you're, you're a former Nashville predator. That's the, for me yesterday, it was arguably one of the most interesting teams. Mm-hmm. They signed Ryan O'Reilly, 32 yeah. years old. Gustav Nyquist, move. 33 years old. Luke yeah. Shen, 33 years old. Um, I, I'm cons- like, if you're rebuilding, are you signing? They signed four guys yesterday, 32 or older. Yeah. They're That's trying to change the try Barry Trotz. What he's trying to do right now is change the culture. He obviously does not like the current culture of the Nashville predators. Ryan Johansson gone. He's a guy that is super skilled, mm. but he's a, a guy I call like a change of pace player. You ever watch Johansson play? He gets it, slows down, pulls up, doesn't drive the net. Uh, Matthew Shane as well. He's he's a guy as well that's super skilled, but he's not a Barry Trotz type of player. Right. Trotzy loves guys that are 200-foot guys, go through a wall for you, compete, and uh, O'Reilly's perfect guy. Yeah, fits fits that exactly. So he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to forge an identity for the Predators because he doesn't like what they had become. He, he just thought just weren't a real team, and he's going to – I'm not going to bet against him. He's going to try and, and turn the Predators back into the vision he sees of a team that's much harder to play against. It's, yeah, just a weird one to me. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, I love Ryan O'Reilly, though. I know he's slower, but, man, it's uh, – yeah, they probably – would they give him they give him four years? He got four years at four and a half per – yeah, so it'd be thirty six. But yeah, he's the type of guy he he'll go to Nashville, and he and his family are gonna love it there. I'll guarantee you, he's probably a guy that stays there after and, and works in the front office. Like just such a Could great. Be, yep. you, you ever chat with him, Wally? 
doing the going to games, yes. doing games. Like yep. what a great, what a great dude, eh? Just a good person. And it goes great. back and you, the story about his mom, it actually came to Ottawa to bring in, I believe it was the first nations group. Um, they've done a lot of work. And so um, it's, you can just tell it's a full family upbringing. That's what I like yeah. about Ryan O'Reilly. I, yeah. I would love to have him on my team in a heartbeat. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I like, I know he's older. I know it's a four year deal, but there's so many intangibles there and he's still fantastic on faceoffs. And yeah. like, I love guys that play. And I said this before they play inside the dots, you know, the dots meaning for people to understand that the dots, the faceoff dots, guys that play inside there, O'Reilly plays that way. Yeah, he's not that quick, but you saw him in the playoffs. Like, one, it's still one of Toronto's best players. That's going to be a big loss for them. Big loss. Um, I just want to point out that Daniel thinks your Toronto takes makes you like him, makes him like you more. So, uh, <laughs> so that's good. What's which uh, one? <laughs> uh, finally, before. Uh, Every time an Ottawa Senator, former player, except probably Cam Talbot and Matt Murray come up to be available, everybody wants them to come back to Ottawa. I, I just, no, just simply no. Not everybody, no. no. <laughs> like not, I, I, I see it all the time. I'm like, it, just because he played here doesn't mean he should be coming back. And I, again, like I wouldn't add Pajot to my team, not at $5 million. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. more years. Like the Eric Carlson thing, I, I don't know how he fits in, especially with the salary cap structure. Uh, yes, it's a very good pie in the sky, but I just don't see how that plays out in Ottawa, what they're trying to do. I know he's a three-time Norris Trophy winner. I just don't see where that fits in. Same, like, it goes Matt Duchesne, not coming back here. Um, just, we need to forget about the players who've been here. Nick, Nick Paul? Nick Paul, again, you know what? He would fit for me somewhere in that... We need him in that spot at second line winger. That's his, mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. fits that role for me. But well, he's not the first choice I think of when we're adding players. I, the whole bring him back now, I just don't, I, I just want us to move past that. Yeah. I'm really intrigued with the Konechny talk because the age of the player, not that old, good offensive player, plays with sandpaper, has Ottawa roots, played for the Ottawa 67s. That, that name really intrigues me of a guy that could be a good fit with Ottawa. Maybe. I, I I don't hate it. I still want Tom Wilson. You take oh yeah, you take Wilson over Konechny? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking Konechny. Just I love players. I love I, I love them both. I love them both. Yes. I love them different both. players. So I like depends on what you want, I guess. I just want someone that's going to listen, let me point out to you in the Sens draft. Every player the Sens drafted, all five of them were 6'2 or taller. Mm-hmm. They are trying to get bigger with size. They yeah. need to add some size and some strength. And I think that's exactly what they need in Tom Wilson. I'm really interested. I brought this name up earlier. I'm, I'm really interested to see what Kastelik looks like at training camp. Got some reps. I know he had some injuries yep. last year, but... He was a guy when he was playing, when he was healthy, I, I thought he was starting to take a step. And again, the game, now that he's had some reps, some experience, when he comes back to training camp this year, he's going to have a little more swagger to his game. He's going to have some more confidence. And he's he's that big body you're talking about, Wally. Like that's that's a yes. big center iceman that you're – the only way you can kind of get those guys is you got to develop them from within. So he's he's a very yeah. he's a guy for me to really keep an eye on early on. In I agree. Camp. 
you got to let him play. And the, the thing is with him, and we see it with a ton of players, and includes Tim Stutzla, at that January, February, they hit a wall in like their early yeah. first season, whatever. It's and tough. They, it's tough. It's a grind. It is a yeah. full-on grind, and we see it all the time. Now give him the second year. Give him a little bit more playing time. I think you see him come out of it and be ready because now they understand what the expectation is. Yeah, because those younger players, their games can change and evolve so much, so much in a, uh, in a summer, in a season. It's just it's confidence experience it it can't be understated it's so important and uh yeah no i'm i'm excited to see what he's gonna become yeah all right uh we'll be back next week we appreciate mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday. I hope you all had a great Canada today. Um, lots of fireworks yesterday on and off uh, the NHL spectrum, if you will. Did you go to fireworks yesterday, Yorkie? We went for a little walk in the neighborhood, saw some fireworks going off in the local park here. So we, uh, we saw them a little bit. Nice. Uh, my dog yeah. hates them, so I just stayed with my dog. <laughs> I know, dogs and fireworks, not a good combo. Not good at all. No. Uh, we'll be back uh, later this week. Uh, you got some golf to play, so uh, I'll try to work it around your schedule. Yes, all right, uh, let's do that. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Take care. See you, everybody. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode.